Welcome to Pep Talk, a podcast from the Professional Edge Project. My name is JP Edgington, I'm the head coach and creator of the Professional Edge Project, and in this podcast, I'll be talking about how we can enhance our personal and professional effectiveness, how we can increase our mental resilience, how we can increase our calm, our composure, our confidence, our capacity and our capability, all for the benefit of our professional and our personal lives, since each has an impact on the other. If you like what you hear, I'd love to hear from you. It would be great if you could share it as well. But more importantly, more important than that, if something I cover resonates, then I urge you to take some action off the back of it. Even if it's something small, take some action off the back of it. Information is pointless without application. Thanks in advance. I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy days to listen to this, but I really hope that you get some value, you get something that can actually make your lives a bit easier, give you some clarity on your day, give you some more confidence and allow you to go out there and and do what you do best. Let's go. Welcome to another pep talk. So today what I'd like to do is share a couple of lessons that I got uh, from watching the film Free Solo. Now, if you've not seen the film, it's a film or a documentary about a guy called Alex Honnold, who over a number of years worked on basically carrying out or completing what is possibly one of the most incredible physical achievements of ever human being, uh, of any human being. So he climbed a 3,200 foot rock climbing route up the side of El Cap in Yosemite in California. And he climbed it in a style called free solo, which means no ropes, no safety kit that you'd normally take when you go rock climbing. Um, it's not only just the fact he had no safety kit or the height or length of the route, but also it's exceptionally hard, this route. And the fact that nobody had done it before. You know, a bonkers, incredible film to watch. If you're even remotely interested in personal performance, personal effectiveness, which if you're listening to this, I imagine you might be, it, it's a must watch whether you're a climber or not. Simply awesome. But when I watched it for the second time yesterday, um, I still got just as emotional, just as caught up, just as blown away by it. But I also got a couple of key little lessons. And there's a dozen different lessons you could take uh, from the film if you if you chose to look for them. And I'm sure we could all take our own individual lessons from it. But for me, a couple shone out during yesterday's viewing. So one was a quote and well, something that Alex said when he was um, asked the question, you know, how do you do, you know, how do you feel about fear? Surely it's scary, you know, that obviously there's a lot of fear around what you do. You know, how do you step up and deal with that fear? And his answer was simple. You face the fear because your goal demands it. Which I loved. You face your fear because your goal demands it. And what he's got to do at the very epitome of being able to manage perceived and real, and obviously the very real consequences of him making a mistake, are he'll lose his life. No ifs, buts. Um, now, thankfully, rarely, 
are we in that situation ourselves? But there will be occasions on a day-to-day basis where we are fearful of something, where that chimp part of our brain looks to protect us, not necessarily just in a physical way, but to protect our emotional survival as well. Protect us from being embarrassed, looking bad, feeling like a failure, feeling like we should have done better, all of these sorts of things. And what was interesting is like, these fears are going to come up because if we're looking to achieve certain goals, chances are, because it's a goal, we've never achieved it before. So it's unknown, it's uncertain, it's probably uncomfortable. And that brings with it degrees of fear. And if we want the goal, we're going to have to face those fears. And as Byron Katie said in a little post the other day, fear is just an unquestioned thought. Now, obviously, what we need to do is question that thought to make sure it's a very, to see whether it's a very real fear or whether it's just perceived. And if it is real, if there is a threat there, what's in my control to be able to reduce the risk of that thing happening? Oh, I'm going to look stupid. I'm going to be really embarrassed. People are going to think badly of me. Well, if people are going to think badly of you because maybe you give a bad presentation, okay, maybe there's a slight degree of truth in that. But equally, it's somebody else's opinion, you know, arguably it's not any of your business. But what could you do to ensure that you give the very best presentation you can do? What is in your control to be able to give the very best presentation you can do? So that in the end, if somebody doesn't like it, well, hey, I could have done no more. I've given everything I could do. But you face your fear rather than avoiding running away you know, we we face it and we deal with it. We process it, which is basically what Alex did. There were lots of things that he needed to do on this route, which meant that he had to approach things differently, process them, work them out, figure out a way that worked for him. So that was one little lesson. And another one for me was this idea of he, he was being filmed obviously, to do this thing. And that puts more pressure on. And at one point, it almost seemed like the pressure being filmed was too much. You know, there's the the concern that being filmed will make you do things where normally you would turn back because you're feeling the pressure of commitment, of scarcity. All these people are here. We don't have a choice. We've taken too much time. And all of these things can come in. And you'll probably notice a bunch of this stuff in our own day-to-day that we'll have concerns over scarcity, commitment. I, I said I'd do this and now oh, I don't know. I, I should back out, but I really can't because I've done this. Um, or oh, we've come too far. I can't turn around, even though if turning around is the exact correct thing to do. Um, we only get this one opportunity. We've, we've just got to push on no matter what. You know, we can see that in business. We can see that... <laughs> In the mountains, you know, that both are applicable. Um, and so when we're pushing on and we have these pressures, so like Alex said, he had this, this camera crew looking at him. What he came to realise was he had a choice, obviously. He could go, I'm not going to have it filmed, been off the filming, 
or he could go, I'm not going to do the climb at all. But obviously the, the goal was so important to him that he wanted to climb it. And if it, and it kind of meant a lot to him to have it filmed. Um, and so what he realised is if he was going to feel comfortable, which he absolutely has to do, if he was going to process and deal with all of the, the necessary pressures that come from that kind of achievement, and we will all have our own pressures, obstacles from climbing that sort of achievement. And we might think that the obvious ones, like for him, are just being able to hold on long enough, be able to do the moves, you know, um, be strong and fit enough. But actually, one of the biggest obstacles was doing it with a camera crew. So for us, perhaps the most one of the trickiest obstacles for us might be something that's not obvious. Yeah. It might not be our skills set, our knowledge, but it might be the beliefs we have around what somebody else is thinking. It might be the procrastination that we keep feeling, the imposter syndromes, the self-doubt. Those might be the biggest obstacles to being able to hit the goals that we want. There's a couple of things also that were quite key that came out of this film. For Alex Honnold, doing the route for the right reasons and gaining the right experience from achieving that goal, goal was at the core of everything. If it didn't give him the right experience, if it wasn't for the right reasons, he would have walked away. But he knew what the reasons were. He did want to do it. And he knew that if he was going to be filmed, and he wanted to be filmed, then he needed to increase his capacity to deal with that added pressure. He needed to just up his game to make sure that when the cameras are there, when the people are there, it did not affect him and he could still do what he needed to do. So he just needed to up his skills, up his confidence, up his preparation, yeah, up his mindset, up his game in order to be able to do it and have this added pressure of, of having it filmed. And it, it just resonated a ton of stuff with me. I, I, I am not going to climb El Cap. But I have my own, much like you will, you'll have your own big goals, you'll have your own things you're trying to achieve either at home or at work and there'll be obstacles in the way. The key thing is to identify what those obstacles are. Chances are there will be a lot that are fear-based. Then it's a case of facing those fears because your goal demands it so long as the goal that you're after is actually the thing you are after, that you're after the goal for the right reasons. Otherwise, it will be nigh on impossible to find the time, strength, conviction, determination or whatever to be able to face the things that are most uncomfortable, face those fears. It's never going to happen if, if you're not sure or 100% on, on what it is that your goal is going to give you. But then it's a case of increasing your capacity. All too often, and I certainly know this from, from beer experience, when our workload increases, our capacity to deal with it needs to increase as well. But for me, I had a really busy year, a couple of years, tons of great work, 
coming in, my workload increased, but my capacity got basically used up, if you like, and ended up decreasing because I wasn't taking care of my calm, my composure, my confidence. I wasn't taking care of me. I wasn't resting, recovering. I wasn't valuing um, and appreciating myself and everything that I'd done. I wasn't celebrating the big and the small wins. And as a result, it's just like constantly taking withdrawals from a bank account and you get properly overdrawn to the point where you get, you know, almost bankrupt, if you like, almost emotional bankruptcy where you're just spent, burnt out, done in. But as the workload increases, you know, we just need to make sure that we increase our capacity to deal with that. Up the rest, up the recovery. Make sure we're eating the right foods, not use more work. Oh, I'm working late, so I'll just grab a takeaway. Oh man, I haven't got time for this. You know, I'll just do something else that's quick and cheap and easy, but doesn't serve me as well. No. You can see how, yeah, we can justify that and maybe on the odd occasion it will make sense. But long term, that's just going to have a negative compound effect. We talk about compound effect in here a lot. So increasing our capacity by making sure we're taking care of all of these small things. Right, I've got a lot of work going on. I need to up the regularity, consistency or even amount of meditation I do. I need to make sure I'm training in the gym more, not less or more intense not less. Because ultimately you think the big old story is I don't have time to do that. But I can pretty well guarantee a large proportion of people that will listen to this. If I sat down with you I for an hour, I could find you more time. Because we're probably wasting it. Faffing about, watching crap TV, you know, wasting time on Facebook, not being as efficient as we could do. So increasing our capacity is one of those kind of quite key and important things rather than what I do, which is run away, reduce, remove and try and reduce the workload. All that happens is your capacity closes in down after you, where you then get stressed by virtually nothing. So just to recap, a couple of little lessons from that film Free Solo, which I'm going to uh, buy, I think it's out on DVD, certainly out on iTunes now. Um, you're going to have to face your fear if your goal demands it. But make sure that the goal you're after is, is, is going to give you everything that you need. Otherwise, you won't be able to find the courage to do so. And if your goal is difficult, seemingly impossible, it's going to look like a struggle. You're going to have to up your capacity to cope with that. Going to have to up your capacity. My wife's... Um, just about to sign up for a master's degree and she's like I don't really know that we've got you know I'm taking on too much we're taking on too much we're taking on a lot of stuff and you go okay what we've got here at the moment is we've got some fears coming in but first thing is to identify the, the benefits that that master's degree is going to give you or the, the things it's going to tick or the holes it's going to fill and then that'll give you the courage and determination to to face those fears but equally it just means we've just got to up upgrade our capacity, upgrade our scheduling, take better care of ourselves by what goes into our eyes, our ears, our mouths. Yeah. 
making sure we're resting, making sure we're taking time off, making sure we're spending time with each other and with the kids and our friends, because that's how you get the balance and that's how you gain capacity. But all too often you see people eating rubbish, not drinking enough water, not exercising, removing themselves from friends and family because they've got this big project that they're working on. And then for small periods of time, that's okay. But that's why it's important to schedule these capacity maintaining and capacity increasing activities that are seeing friends, having a good time, relaxing, chilling out, eating well, going to the gym or, you know, whatever your physical activity is. Which is a bit bizarre for me. I've got a big year planned for this year and I'm just about to start a martial arts class as well and on the outside you look at it and go well that's just crazy why are you taking on even more but a martial arts class is going to increase my capacity the time it takes for me to set up run and deliver sessions it will save me that time because of the the calm the composure the mental resilience the escape, the distraction, but in a way that serves me, it's going to save me time. Yeah? Without it, so maybe it's like 90 minutes a week or so, I could quite easily probably waste three times that on procrastination, self-doubt, concern, worry, and just, you know, losing 10 minutes here, 30 minutes there. Obviously, it's not going to mean the answer to everything. It's not going to be perfect. But I certainly know from history that it's going to help. Same with going climbing, same with seeing friends. Because at the end of the day, what's important? Why are we doing all this work? Why are we looking to, you know, push our businesses or our careers or so on? If it's not for the benefits of ourselves, our family and our friends. So the things we're ultimately aiming for, why can't we get a bit of that during the process? Face your fears because the goal demands it. Make sure the goal is the right one. And increase your capacity to get there. Little lessons today from the film Free Solo. I properly recommend you go and have a look-see. If you are struggling with time, if you are finding yourself constantly going, I don't have time, I don't have time, and that feels like an unwavering fact, and you can't see any way of increasing your capacity, you've listened to what I've said today and gone, yeah, nice idea, JP, doesn't apply to me. Talk to me. Because in a vast majority of cases... I will be able to find you more time. I will be able to uh, help you shift perceptions on, on, on your situation and shift uh, you know, the beliefs we have about certain things that are holding us back. So if that helps, give me a call. Get in touch. Catch you on the next one.